What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Big Run and Chips Podcast. I'm your host, Big Run and Chip. Yeah, I had a fucking job this morning. I fucking had to stack this uh, laun- these laundry machines. And um, the fucking thing got stuck. And I couldn't figure out what the fuck it was. Because I thought the floor was clean or whatever. Turns out this floor was shitty fucking linoleum. Brand new linoleum. Who the fuck uses linoleum? I, I, I guess these people. It looked like real fucking tile. I mean, it, it was some of the best looking linoleum I've ever seen. But if you're going to use that shit, you don't stack giant, heavy, fucking hundred, several hundred pounds of appliances on that shit. Because then the feet get fucking stuck. It rips up the floor or just... Uh, it's such a fucking nightmare. But anyway. What are you going to do, eh? This is what some people do. They cut corners. They do stupid shit to save money. I'd rather have a fucking floor that was concrete, okay? Or the original fucking wooden floorboards. I don't give a fuck. I would rather have underlay with no fucking carpet on top that a fucking dog pissed on than fucking linoleum. Are you fucking kidding me? Anyway, this this lady's breaking my balls over here. I'm trying to hook this fucking thing up, right? With the water and the electricity and the drain pipe and all this shit. And, um... Anyway, she comes in she's like, Oh, did the guys do it properly? I'm like, what? She's like, oh, I just want to get a look at this thing. Like, I haven't seen it, you know, and I didn't see the one in the store. And it's just like, I don't give a fuck. It's like, I'm going to leave this thing in your house for eternity. Like, what the fuck do you stand to gain looking at it while we're working on it? <sighs> anyway, just a fucking ball breaker. And then and she's like, oh, well, I don't know, the, the, the plumber and the electrician, I don't know if they did their job properly. You know, if you don't watch these guys, they might not do their job properly. And it's like, speaking as one of those guys, I guarantee by watching those guys, they're going to, you're just increasing the chance they're going to fuck up for two fucking reasons. One, you're distracting them. Uh, and two, you're going to be pissing them off and annoying the shit out of them. Regardless of how delightful you might think you are to people, especially while they're working, you're annoying as fuck. I can tell you that firsthand. So, if you if they are fucking up, it's your fault. So shut like fuck off. Or you hired the fucking stupidest fucks. You probably hired the same fucking guy that installed the Fucking linoleum, the last fucking linoleum installer in fucking on planet Earth. This guy's a fucking one-stop shop contract over here. He does linoleum. He does that fucking full wood paneling. He does the fucking uh, and then he and he also does electrical and plumbing, unlicensed. <laughs> no fuck the, the but this shit was done so fucking well. It was like I'm like it's all fine. But like listen to what you're singing. Like wow, well, if you don't watch these guys, you don't know if they did it properly. It's like yeah, but they've been done for a long time. This house has been finished for a long time. So why the fuck, like, you've had all this time to inspect it. If you think somehow you watching, you'd know if they did it properly or not. You should know that by now. But you obviously have no fucking idea what you're talking about. You're just a fucking idiot. And a ball breaker. But whatever. Oh, God. And then there was that other lady. Uh, she said that she was an H5 contractor. She wasn't. Her husband was. And... 
I guess she was involved in the business somehow. She was in customer service, I, I, it sounds like. Because anyway, her husband was like a known fucking dick too. Like he would just like rip people off and fucking pull fast ones and just like do shitty fucking work and charge way too much. And it was just known that this guy did this shit. But anyway, and then this, this chick was like talking about like, you know, working in that area. It's like the best area I've ever worked in. Um, I think like there's good and bad everywhere, but in general, the people are just so nice. They're so much easier to deal with. Um, they're just like, I don't know. It's, uh, and, and, and she's like, oh yeah, people around here, they're the fucking worst. I can't fucking stand working in this area. It's like, I don't even think you work, but I don't think you're like, that that is like at all accurate, like that this area is fucked and it's like the people are fucked. She's like, she's like talking about people like trying to get a deal right. She's like, are you fucking retarded? What are you fucking retarded? Like that was, that was her line for everything. And it's just like, wow, you sound like such a peach to deal with. I can't even imagine um, anyone having a problem with you. Um, <laughs> she had, she gave us such a hard time, too, about a whole bunch of sh shit. But it's just dumber than a sack of rocks. But whatever. Takes all kinds. You get the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the fucking retarded! <laughs> Oh, anyway, I was working uh, for this old guy that uh, was a plumber. I don't like to use past tense because once you're a plumber, you're a plumber for fucking life. They can't take that from you. They can take your fucking gas license, but they'll never take your freedom. Freedom! Um, anyway, yeah, he actually said he had the same fucking problem I had where they tried to take his gas license, but then he uh, dealt with this guy that actually uh, helped him get it back or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but... It's just a matter of who you get. Like, the guy I got was a fucking hard-on. And there's no... Like, once he's assigned to your case, you're fucked. It's not like you can ask for another guy. Like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Can I get someone who's not a fucking asshole? Um, but anyway. He was trying to help me out. And I was like, oh, I'd love to, man. I, I just... I don't want the hope again. I Like, I, I've spent so long trying so hard to get that shit back. And, um getting my hopes up and getting all excited, doing all that studying, getting all that information and all this shit, and then just to have my fucking heart broken again and again. It's like, I don't want to do this no more. So I just I just said, fuck it. But I'm like, I, I, I definitely take a job as a plumber. I fucking, uh, this guy was a, he had a good union job, fucking. Anyway, I had a real nice house. But he was living in one of these houses that I fucking, I love the houses. We worked in every single one in this neighborhood of new houses. The houses are so well built. And I do love all the people there. But a lot of them, like, just people with nothing to fucking do. It's another one of these neighborhoods where people are just, like, all just nothing to do. Everybody's, like, like coming over and busting your balls, asking you, what are you, what are you up to? Huh? What are you doing? Like, what's going on here? Like, just, yeah. it's like you never get any peace. No fucking uh, privacy. No peace of mind whatsoever. And it was like this in this other neighborhood where they built these amazing fucking houses. Um, actually, even the guy that built all these houses, they named the fucking street after him. Uh, he doesn't even live there. Because, uh, yeah, for probably the exact same fucking reason. But anyway. Um, so I always said it would be nice to have one of these really well-built, really, really well-laid-out fucking houses, but not in this fucking one of these neighborhoods with all these annoying-ass people. So... When this guy moved, apparently, um, or before this guy moved, he found the uh, the blueprints to the house he was living in. 
So then when he fucking moved, he built the exact same fucking house. Or no, sorry, he he gutted his entire house. He cleared it all the way out and then renovated it to the exact fucking plans as best as he could. Because the, the, like the footprint of the house was in the exact same fucking, like the, the coordinates weren't exactly the same. But he took all his favorite parts and just like built it exactly to those fucking uh, blueprints that he found. And I was like, that is fucking awesome. Because that's exactly... And, oh, yeah, and there's new places, like, down by the lake. It's, like, so perfectly set up so that no one would, like, actually bother him or whatever. And I was like, fuck, that's, that's awesome. And then we started talking fucking building codes. And there went half the fucking day. We're talking about all the insane building codes and then how to get around them. Um, but, yeah... I remember this one plumber I learned a lot from. He was one of my uh, professors in, 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 in schooling. And um, his name was Mr. Plumber. No shit. <laughs> he, was, he was crazy, crazy intelligent. Like, this guy just fucking... Uh, he knew so many fucking, like... Uh, he's just so knowledgeable. He was an HVAC guy, but he did a lot of other shit, too. Uh, he's just a fascinating guy. Sorry about that. I had to pull over. Um, and now I have no idea where the fuck I was. <laughs> what was I even talking about over here? Fuck. I got, um, I got so much done at work today. I was so fucking happy. It was nice. It was nice to be very productive. Um, some days I just don't feel like I get enough done, you know? I was at this, uh, this old couple's house. And um, they were telling me all about their grandkids and their great grandkids, and uh, and the two uh, the two youngest great grandkids are these tw twin boys, absolutely adorable. And then the, the great grandpa's like, uh, "Aren't they a couple of dandies?" And I'm just like, <laughs> I've never heard anyone fucking say that. Couple of dandies, like it, it sounds like he's saying they're gay or something. <laughs> the guys working with it was like, "Does that mean they're gay?" I'm like, "No." But I mean, even if he said gay, that means happy from this guy's time. But I think dandy just means cute, maybe. Just cute little guys, I guess. I don't know. I was just, um, it, was, it was funny. I don't know what's going on with me today. I keep singing. I'm singing a lot. Anyway, I was just singing Sir Mix a lot. A lot. Um, among many other songs. But I, obviously, his best track was uh, Baby Got Back. Um, but anyway, he's like, uh, one, one thing he says there, which I must heckle a fucking hip-hop song from the fucking early 90s, um, but he's like, you can do side bends or sit-ups, but please don't lose that butt. Um, okay, so he's, he, he, what he's implying is that side bends or sit-ups would, lo would lower the fat in your middle region. That you could target weight loss, which we've all learned, and even knew back then, it was completely impossible. Okay, fat distribution is not dependent on fucking muscle exercises. It was a very fucking misleading thing. Not only that, if you overwork your fucking build up the muscles in your stomach, you're just going to make your stomach bigger. Uh, your stomach muscles, you know, your abdomens, your abdominals. All right, guys. Weight loss comes from fucking being in a caloric de deficit. That's all there is to it. 
you got to eat less, move more. Burn more calories than you eat. Eat less calories than you burn. Hey, you can word it any which way you like, but it's that fucking simple. But then where the fat gets drained depends on your uh, genetics and your, just the way your body's made up. So you can take that up with God himself, okay? And don't be taking workout advice, which I'm sure you all were up to this point, from Sir Mix-a-Lot. Get it from a rely, get your advice from a reliable source, like Big Run the Champ. I'm pointing at myself right now, okay? I was gonna say who's got two thumbs and gives out great advice. This guy! And wiggle both of my thumbs in my direction. But I am driving a vehicle right now, guys, okay? I must keep my hands on the fucking wheel. At least one of them. All right, luckily my thumbs are those, like I was been told I have hitchhiker thumbs because they point way, way back. All right, guys, that's how I fucking do it. All right, get that? Anyway, it's been great talking to you guys, talking at you guys, right back at you. Um, always a pleasure. Thanks again for listening. Big Ronzo always loves you. He always speaks in third person, makes him feel more important. Anyway, I uh, I gotta go for now. I'm a busy guy, okay? Quit breaking my balls over here. What are you fucking retarded? <laughs> All right, goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, bye bye. Stay right there. Don't touch that dial. Coming up next, more Big Run the Champs podcast. What's happening, everybody? Big Run the Champ here. Welcome back, um, not to another episode, welcome back to this segment, I think this is segment, of, hey, hey, I don't know, everything's all fucking jumbled up, either way, welcome back, um, I must say, I'm feeling better than I have in a while, in a while, this new medication, whatever the fuck it was, is, uh, making me feel real good, so it's probably some kind of stimulant, probably just fucking another form of speed or ephedra. I don't give a shit what it is. All I figure is if it's giving me energy, it's a limited thing. I, I, I know that um, any sort of energy is very fucking limited to take advantage of as much as possible. So I'm trying to write again, I'm trying to work out, get stuff done around the house. I, found, I find I'm dancing and singing a lot more. <laughs> I don't dance and sing very much. Actually, I'll do anything to entertain or cheer up my little baby. Um, that's for sure. Well, especially if you have to do stuff. I got the, what the fuck is it called? It's called an exorcisor. And I loathe to use those fucking terms. Oh, no siento. Um, like exorcisor. But, um, oh, I just had a weird thing with this fucking school bus driver. Don't look in my fucking eyes. Oh, anyway, it's, um, it's, it's pretty cool, actually. I kind of wish we could all have one at times. Um, it's for kids that can't stand up yet. But also, it, it's like this table that goes 360 degrees all the way around. You know, some people got an L desk. This motherfucker's got an O desk. I didn't mean to call my baby motherfucker, but, you know. Um, the, um, you know what I mean, though. Just to add emphasis. The, 
it has all this cool shit for your baby to play with all the way around and the baby can spin around 360 degrees as well but then has this work surface in front of her well i call it i call everything a work surface <laughs> i guess in her case it's a play surface but let's uh, not split hairs what's your main job as a baby well your main job is to grow and develop skills mostly you do that through playing eat learning how to eat learning how to play learning how to sleep now i could say like grow the fuck up stop being a baby she's a baby so it's not only do i say it but it's hilarious when i say it um but you know when, once you become a dad you, you stop giving a flying fuck I, it's not just being a dad but at a certain point in your life you stop giving a fuck whether other people find you amusing or not and you just got to push onward it's not like you're going to get any more clever witty or funny it, the, quite the opposite and then whatever you think is cool believe me it's not cool anymore um, but I think the only thing less cool than being a fucking uncool guy is the guy's desperately trying still. Oh my god. But anyway, I stopped being cool before it was cool to stop being cool before it was cool. So, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Do people still smoke pipes? See, these things are cyclical. Pipes used to be an old-fashioned thing, then they came back, right? I don't know if they ever really left, because people were smoking, uh... I think, like, tobacco pipes are outdated. You know what I love? I uh, love Tarantino movies. But that scene with, uh, was it Christoph Waltz? Whatever. Fucking, um, well, every scene he's in, I fucking love that guy. But uh, in Inglorious Bastards, where he pulls out that ridiculous fucking pipe. And to be that scary, menacing, badass, and like, whatever, with some fucking ridiculous prop like that. Like, it looks like something out of Dr. Seuss. But it's just all the more menacing, like his ridiculous pipe. And um, that first fucking scene is just fucking brutal. Um, but anyway. Ah, fuck. I don't know, I remember one time I was, I was trying to be quiet in the midst of a home invasion. Now, it wasn't anything like, like the, I, think I, I don't know, I've been paused for a while just going off inside my head. I think I was talking about the um, Glorious Bastards scene where, where they're, they're, they're trying to hide from the Nazis and shit. Um, trying to be not seen by a group of people called Nazis. You know, you think that'd be easy. <laughs> this one guy running the concentration camp. That's, that's where you go. Uh, I assume when you have ADHD, they teach you how to concentrate. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just got so many of these. Anyway, um, the guy was yelling at him how much uh, they were over budget. Of course, his accountant was Jewish, which was, you know, kind of, I'd see kind of a conflict of interest. But uh, he's like, don't, don't stop, stop yelling at me. Stop telling me all these, you know, the price of everything. Don't holocausts at me. <laughs> I just came up with that one. It's a um, anyway, he's like, uh, you should, uh, change to a, a cheaper fuel. And he's like, I'll, I'll switch to another fuel <laughs> in my own time. All right, that's the last one. That's the last one I had. Um, okay, guys. No, the guy, the guy had OCD, you know, so he wasn't afraid of, uh, bombs, fire, murder, but one German, he's out of there. The pun there I said real fast. See, I usually write these out so it's real easy to see the pun was Germany, obviously. Come on, guys. Um, that was, I'll make that the last one. If I think of another one, I'll put it into the next episode to give you guys a break. Ah, oh, shit, I just came up with a good one. All right, if I can hold on to it. 
<laughs> if, it, if it, I'll let it go. If it comes back, it was meant to be. If not, it just wasn't meant to be, or whatever the fucking uh, expression is. If you love something, let it go. Oh, yeah, anyway, so I was just watching uh, Breaking Bad yesterday. I just, I don't even know what to watch anymore. So I'm watching Breaking Bad for the 10th fucking time, 20th time, I don't even know. And uh, where, he, where, where Jesse's in his house tweaking out, this is the very beginning, I just started. And he's tweaking the fuck out, and he's looking out the window, and he sees these bikers pull up and park their motorcycles and come up. And um, it turns out they're fucking, um, what's it called? They're, they're missionaries, you know. I don't know why they're on bikes. You're going door to door. What the fuck are you doing on a bike? Like, I guess they're doing uh, specific houses. I guess they're starting with a high priority uh, people like that guy. Well, I guess they would target drug addicts. They, they target addicts, um, sick people, uh, criminals, anyone who's desperate. But their prime target is children, obviously. This is any not just those religious people, any religion. If you stop forcing that shit on children, it would evaporate within probably... I don't know, a generation, really. But that's the thing. you got to force this shit on children. And it's not just religions. I, I pick on religions a lot. It's so many fucking businesses are uh, able to target children. They figure ways around. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, one perfect example is fast food, uh, candy, anything with sugar because it's an addictive substance that can't be made illegal. Um, like if you sold drugs to children, people would be like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck are you doing? But if you get them hooked on other fucking shit, um, I don't know, it's fucked. But actually I was just talking to a lady, we are talking about being poor. And I always say it's relative, you know, it's like being poor here is not the same as being poor in other places in the fucking world. I just don't like, ah oh shit, I was supposed to stop at that fucking place. I make poor choices. <laughs> but I mean, what the fuck is poor? It's all relative. I was I was trying to explain this to my baby. Uh, I wanted her to understand that some terms are subjective. Because it fucking annoys the shit out of me when people ask me questions like, is that heavy? It's like, I don't know. What the fuck is heavy to you? Now you want me to calculate how much you can fucking lift and determine whether or not this uh, fucking like exceeds or falls under a comfortable fucking weightlifting experience for you? Like, what the fuck do you want from me? And they're only asking you when you're carrying big, heavy fucking shit. And it's like, uh, I'll tell you, if something's not heavy, then um, I still don't want to be distracted because it's like, if I'm doing something, it's because it's not fucking easy to goddamn do. I don't do things that are easy or at least get paid to do easy fucking things. I even say sometimes I don't want my job to be just too fucking easy because then I wouldn't have a job if anyone could just fucking do it themselves. Or if people figured out they could just do it themselves. But we have just passed a generation of people that fucking don't do shit for themselves and have money to pay people to fucking do it. That shit's all come to an end. Uh, not, I mean, not absolutely, but for most of us, we're never going to live like that. And that's okay. I fucking tell, I'm telling you, interacting with these people every single day, it's like, you're never going to find a less happy person than a person that can't do anything for themselves, have been pampered and fucking taking such easy, like, had such an easy fucking life, that's the, uh... but anyway, that's another thing that's sub, sub, um, subjective. I think that, comparatively speaking, I've had an incredibly fucking easy life, and then I'll constantly compare to myself to people that have a way easier life than me, because I think that gives me a feeling of validation. It gives me a feeling of like, oh, I struggled harder than these fucks. So I'm better than them. And 
that's that's how I wrap up my whole fucking identity in a lot of ways. And I have to admit that. So I, I, I'm trying to force myself to constantly be so grateful. Does not fixate on ever on what I don't have and, and fixate on what I do. You know, it's like when you look at your, your baby or whatever. You look at a, a little kid um, and you're just like, you, you're not fixated on, oh, what is this kid, unless you're totally fucked. What does this kid not have? What is this kid lacking? Uh, you're just so grateful for all the great things about this fucking kid. Maybe when the kid's an, an adult and turn into a total fucking shitbag, but... At that point of, I don't know when the cutoff is, but they're completely fucking innocent. Just like a dog. Dog is lacking so little, unless, of course, it's a matter of um, really terrible breeding or really terrible training. Or like, you know, you get dogs that can hardly fucking breathe or hardly fucking exist because they're, like, they're fucked. But regardless, in general, obviously I don't, I try not to deal in absolutes, is, um... Dogs just exist to love you. They're just the most loyal fucking companion you're ever going to find. You're never going to find that in a human. Not to that extent. There's a, there's a fucking uh, absolute right there. I can't even get through absolutely one or one fucking sentence without using an absolute. So that's why I adjusted that one to say I try to avoid them. My favorite absolute is in fact that there are absolutely no absolutes. Well, I mean, if you use it in the sentence, it's too obvious you're trying to do that. But it's like, I was saying that there's no absolutes, which is, in fact, an absolute. If I say that word one more time, I'm just going to want to drink fucking vodka. This episode is brought to you by Absolute Vodka. This is absolutely vodka, not like those other vodkas which aren't absolute. I don't fucking know. It's spelled without an E. These guys couldn't even afford a fucking E. Give me a fucking break. You want a fuckner? Get your own fuckner. I'm trying to do, <laughs> trying to do a Bubbles impression where he's like pissed off about Helix, asking for an R. Get your own fuckner. Um, that was the one with Alex Lifeson. I can't remember what his real name is, but the the English translation is Lifeson, which is all right. I guess I uh, it's all right with me, given my pace. I just hate the fact that so many beautiful fucking names are Anglicanized. And it's like, they're just, everyone that got to fucking, well, it's, it's referred to sometimes as the Ellis Island version of your names, because that's like historically where so much of this happened. But it happens here in Canada, or sorry, I hope it doesn't anymore, but it has happened here for so fucking long. And it's just ridiculous. Like, your name is your fucking name. And if people can't fucking say it, tell them to fuck off. Um... It's like one of my buddies who, ironically, he had his, um, I was just going to use him as an example. But also, I remember one time, because he speaks a few languages, he was like, right, I know how to, ah, I can't do his voice right now. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I know how to, um, he's like, I know how to tell someone off in every single language. I'm like, every single language? I've like, I've learned profanity in fucking probably over 20 fucking languages, but I would never say all of them. That's, that's insane. And he's like, you know, Ronnie, just say, fuck you. <laughs> he's like, I've never met a person from anywhere in the world that didn't know exactly what I meant. And I'm like, well, you see, you're factoring out because you take for granted. You don't, you don't realize how Italian you are. He was, uh, he's, he's been here for so long. He's the one, he's more whitewashed than I am. Um, but I was like, Italians say stuff with so much passion, so much body language that there is, um, 
Actually, there was a great scene in Hoffa where it was better in the book. I always have to mention that I read a book because it makes I read it in a book because it makes me feel like a literate, uh, some sort of fucking fancy book learner. And um, what the fuck are you doing over here, fucking clubs? You know, fucking club. Some guy faked me out. I don't know what the fuck that guy is. He got way too much equipment on his fucking vehicle. Anyway, that guy's got way too much. Vi uh, vi uh, fuck. All right. Um. Guy's got way too much equipment on his big truck because he's probably lacking equipment in the sack, is what I was going to say. Fuck that guy. Where was I? But anyway, I appreciate you guys understand the sentiment of what the guy is saying. He's just like, when you tell someone, fuck you. Oh, yeah, there was a great scene um, where Hoffa was, uh, he got in trouble with the mafia before he got involved himself. Um, these guys brought him in to fucking talk to him, be like, what the fuck are you doing? And the one guy, his, his, his main guy or whatever, um, uh, Bobby Charo or some shit, I think his name was, I don't fucking remember. But anyway, he was translating for him. And then, um, the, uh, the guy's like, Zeke! And he's like, no, I don't know if he said this in the movie or it was just in the book. It was like, there's no need to translate. He means shut the fuck up. Like, just the way he said it. I think it's a Stadazit or something. Um, or the short form is just Zit. I think it's Z-I-T. I don't know, but it just means shut the fuck up. And it's just like, the way he said it was so clear to anyone. Um, I don't know. There's so much in fucking body language. Like, I could be talking to someone who's English, like, actually, like, British, English, or whatever, and I'll understand them in person for the most part. And so many people that speak another language, I mean... But even people speaking fucking English, if, if I talk to someone in England on the phone, I don't understand what the fuck they're talking about. And I that's where I realize there's so much. A lot of it is lip reading, too, because I remember I couldn't understand people when I didn't have glasses on. And... I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so my buddy, I won't name him by name, even though his name is not his real fucking name anymore. But I mean, what's in a name? What's in a name? I'm listening to a lot of Disney music and uh, kids music, and that was a lot. That was Nathan Lane from uh, Hakuna Matata and The Lion King or whatever. And he's like, I thought of changing my name. He's like, what's in a name? <laughs> I fucking love Nathan Lane. His character on fucking Modern Family is so priceless. He's just like this super over-the-top gay fucking uh, interior decorator. I just love that. We are just talking about that one scene where it's like um, someone referenced it on TikTok. They were like, I get so mad at my husband for not helping around the house, but meanwhile, I'm like this. And then it shows that scene where Nathan Lane's like, he's trying to set up, I think he's trying to set up the guy's wedding. And there he's like, have you lost your mind? Now, nah, this is a terrible fucking impression. But he's like, have you lost your mind? And he goes and he turns this fucking plant like 27 degrees exactly. Uh, he just like rotates a plant on a table. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, it's absolutely fucking hilarious how over the top the guy is. But also, on that note, in defense of people like that, when you become so fucking uh, passionate about your work, whatever the fuck it is, like I find the whole thing of um, wedding planning, interior decorating, um, fashion, I find it all to be abhorrent to me. 
because I just can't take the stuck up pretentious cunts that I associate with it. Um, just people that take themselves way too fucking seriously. And this is across every fucking business. Just people, there's so many useless fucking people involved and they're just making up bullshit to make themselves feel good about themselves and it just, it makes me want to vomit uncontrollably. Um, and I think every business, especially anywhere where there's money, there has to be for some reason. Or I don't know if there has to be. Um, actually, that would defeat the purpose. There just tends to be, because there's so much extra budget, money for these useless fucking people. And that's why when anyone asks me, because I deliver furniture all the time and appliances and, and all this shit, people will ask me how I feel about this or my opinions. It's like, I don't have any. And then they think I'm joking. It's like, I genuinely could not fucking care less. I'm half colorblind. And that's not even just like a physical thing. It's just because I don't give a fuck about um, the colors of things. Like, fucking, it's the last thing I give a shit of is a physical appearance. Now, that being said, I do appreciate how immense the effect is on you of what things look like, how things are laid out. Now, layout is a different thing because that goes into functionality. I'm all about functionality. But if I ever stop to, like, put so much effort and time into thinking about this shit, it just, for me, I would die. I, I just, I would be dead already. Um, at least on the inside. But that's just, that's just me, you know, I don't, I don't want to fucking make anyone feel bad for feeling like they give a fuck. I mean, if you look, if you looked at any place, I never owned my own house, but if I ever did, and I laid the fucking shit out, it would be, you'd be like, this guy's fucked. If you see the way I dress, the way I look, you'd be like, this guy's fucked. Um, so, I definitely appreciate that people give a fuck about those things, I just can't myself. For, for, for so many fucking reasons. I'll give you another example that goes outside in a realm I do know really well, which is the retail space. Um, and that was this fucking stupid cunt came into the store. She's just some kind of fucking specialist. It's like we're all making a minimum wage or a cunt hair above minimum wage. We are fucking the workers that make these businesses work. And we don't have time to think about stupid fucking shit because we're doing all the goddamn work. However... After a while, even in spite of not giving a fuck or just trying not to understand anything, you do learn You do learn a lot. And I did learn a ton at every fucking job I've ever been at, even if it was just mind-numbing labor. Um, but anyway, this fucking... This lady comes up and asks me what the flow of the aisle was. And I've heard people talking about this in houses too, like the flow and all this shit. And it's like, the aisles go both ways. So do if you know what I mean. No, I made that joke. A bunch of Hamilton guys were talking shit about Toronto. And I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. I wish Donnie was there. Oh, wait, that's not his real name. Um, <laughs> um, to give him a good fuck you. <laughs> uh, what, what was I going to say? The um, Donnie and his fucking Anglicanized ass fucking name. Um, so... What was I talking about? Sorry, I paused to go gather my thoughts. Um, fuck, guys, I completely fucking lost it and I can't get it back. Um, my mojo. No, no, my mojo's back at full fucking strength. I'm telling you, if you guys ever feel really down, you gotta just get in that fucking gym. It doesn't have to be a gym. You gotta get yourself moving. Get yourself out of the fucking house. 
Um, if you ever feel really fucking down, um, it's an illusion. Your body, your your brain is just trying to protect you, and it tells you that like things are worse than it is, trying to keep you safe, and then it's just you're spiraling downward. And um, the best thing you can do is start fucking exercising. And it doesn't have to be heavy duty. It doesn't have to be shit. You just need the f biggest fucking thing is just getting your ass in the gym or just getting your ass out and, and walk for like, even if it's 10 fucking minutes, a sturdy, a nice fucking walk. And the next day do 11 minutes. Next day do, day two, do 12 fucking minutes. Before you know it, you're just going to feel so much better. And if you start lifting shit, you get like, I'm telling you the amount of supplements that take credit for this occurrence. I can't even remember last time I used anything that was supplemental, um, which came me to realize so much of them are fucking bullshit um, because you get this huge testosterone boost just from fucking, um, just from lifting weights and running and shit and getting yourself moving and fucking going. But, um, and it's not just, I know not all my listeners are, are dudes, um, but even if you're a chick, it's like, actually, this was one of my first things I said. It was like, <laughs> it was like this isn't fair. Um, much with the whole uh, having kids thing, it's like, man, ladies, you got the short end of the stick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it fucking, holy shit, that's, uh, that seems pretty rough. But anyway, it's like, um, it's like, well, well, you know, when, it, or, or the way this comedy bit that I formed in my head, I don't know if I ever get it out successfully was like, well, we'll, we'll get, we'll have to give a great creator in this case, um, for the sake of this bit was God was like, I'm going to give you guys like, I'm going to give you guys both hormones, but it's like, I'm going to give you more of this one, you more of that one. It's like the guy's like, well, what does mine do? It's like, well, it makes you bigger, stronger, faster, fucking better at absolutely everything gives you more energy just fucking makes you like as close to a superhero as you could ever get i'm gonna give you more of that shit and then the uh, lady's like what do i get it's like this shit estrogen makes you fucked in the head that's about it <laughs> um but no i mean there's way more to it than that uh, ladies actually have a ton of fucking advantages that um are often overlooked um you know I was gonna list some, but I'm just I'm I'm still trying to remember the fucking thing I was talking about before I got on this shit. This is why I need a co-host that aren't just fucking voices in my fucking head. Um, yeah, I completely lost it. I'm gonna have to fucking I don't know. Like this medication was supposed to help me focus. It's given me a ton of energy, and that helps a lot. Like I was saying, um, with everything, but I don't see myself focusing much better. Or I don't know, maybe it takes time. Who fucking knows? I want instant results, okay? I don't got time to fucking wait for things to work. I don't know. I've spent my fucking... Most of my life, if not all of it, as a scatterbrain fucking mental case. So, uh... <sighs> oh, see, there's there's one thing that ladies can do that guys can't in general. There's, there's exceptions to every fucking rule on both sides. But multitasking, I find I can't fucking do it at all. But I've seen a lot of ladies be able to do that shit, and it it, it baffles me because I just can't. I can barely do one thing at a fucking time. If I try to do a couple, it's like fucking forget it. One is getting completely fucked. It's not both. Um, one one thing, one task I'm doing is getting fucked up severely. Another one is just the connection to um, 
in my experience, I think a lot of guys are just very disconnected from the planet and how it works, our, our own bodies and how they work. And uh, I find ladies are way more in tune with that shit. It's like, um, if I didn't have my missus, like if I tried to, I was just talking to one of my buddies that raised his baby on his own. I was like, I can't even imagine. Because like my missus always knows what's going on with every single like thing with the baby. She knows what's going on with all her plants, like every single thing that's going on. Um, she's on top of it. Like, that's like, I was talking to my, my brother-in-law. He's like, my mom, he's like, my mom will know if I'm sick or have a headache before I do. I'm like, yeah. He's like, and if I want to know what like my favorite food is, I would ask her cause she would know, <laughs> she would know better than I would. I'm like, exactly. I'm like my mom, same way. They're just so much more in tune. That's why I prefer female doctors. Um, you know, it's like, I, I think like in my experience, it's like, I look at like fixing a human body, like fixing a fucking a truck or something. Um, I wouldn't, I, I sucked at fixing my truck too, but I would take that approach, but it's like human body is not a vehicle necessarily. Well, it kind of is a vehicle. It's kind of like a mech suit for your brain. Um, which is pretty interesting, pretty cool. But like a lady in general, again, I gotta say in general, some are terrible at this and some guys are good at this stuff, um, are like way more in tune with, um, nature, the human body and what the hell's going on. And they're way more, they have way more, um, I don't know, empathy. And, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't fucking know. It's, it's, I'm very, I'm, I'm really having a hard time here, guys. Also communicating your feelings. That's another thing. Can't fucking do it. Just can't fucking do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that actually goes, uh, not just a gender thing, but it's a, well, I mean, it is kind of a gender thing, but it's also a societal thing where you're told like, you can't have these feelings. You can't be this way. You can't be that way. You have to maintain a certain fucking whatever. Um, and that's not just males. It's, it's anybody. It's like, or you're, you're, you create this hard shell on the outside to protect yourself inside. Um, I like to reference a thing that Romeo Dolaire said, although I cannot for the life of me remember a single quote. I fucking love that guy's uh, story. Um, I mean, I hate that that story occurred, but I love that he was able to um, put it into words. But he said, the harder you are on the outside, right? He's talking specifically about soldiers. It's like the more you're feeling on the inside. These guys aren't unfeeling. They've just had to shut down completely on the outside and keep everything inside. And that's not healthy at all so you know after the rwanda massacre and shit um i can't even imagine that's why i hate being diagnosed with ptsd because again it's subjective like what is bothering you it's like but like i when i compare people that have gone through like horrible horrible i know some people that have gone through such horrible horrible shit and to diagnose myself with the same fucking thing that they have it's like no i think that's absurd oh sorry i never finished that story i started earlier about the home invasion I'll try. I I I, can't, I could go through the whole story because it was so vivid for me. There was nobody there. Like at least Jesse Pinkman, there were some fucking missionaries. Those uh, not missionaries. That's more like rural, or that's more like remote, like third world countries. Um, here they're just solicitors. I can't remember the term for them. Fucking can't stand that shit. I can't stand door to door hustlers. I don't give a, give a fuck if it's vacuums, water heaters, or religion. It's all the same shit. If you wanted them, you'd go to them. They wouldn't be banging on your fucking door. Like drug dealers and hookers, they don't go door to door. They fucking, you go to them because you want their services and every other fucking uh, addictive substance or whatever the fuck, or even a, a noble uh, profession or goods and services. I, 
I, I'm train wrecking so bad. The, the, the point of that story was it never happened at all. Like no, there, there was nobody there. Um, I remember the guy guarding the door was like fucking almost seven feet tall. He was like 398 pounds. He was a beast, but they, in my mind, in this whole vivid imaginary thing, it was back when I didn't sleep and I would stay up all night with my eyes open thinking that the thinking I was unconscious, but I wasn't, but I lived out this whole fucking thing where these guys came into this fucking house and, and they killed the fucking guy at the door and they, they got him while he's sleeping. Cause you know, he was fucking, this guy was a monster, but actually I remember talking to him and I'm like, Oh, you must have no fear at all. He's like, no, absolutely not. Because when you get that big, you know, when you're fucking like almost seven feet tall and you're 400 pounds, it's like, it's such an achievement to take a guy like that down. So a lot of guys, uh, will fight so fucking hard. And like, just cause you're big doesn't mean you can't feel pain. And, uh, he's like, I just have to get those guys unconscious as fast as possible. He knows how to use his weight. Um, I remember moving furniture with a guy, like he knows how to use his weight in a fight or for, with work. I found when I was a scrawny little fuck, I tried way fucking harder. So I try to channel that young scrawny Ronnie um, because when you're small, you're way more challenged. It takes way more bravery to be small. Even though I feel small now because of dysmorphia, that's an illusion. My brain telling me I'm small when I'm not. I've been over all this shit and I still haven't remembered what I was talking about. I, I got to get into work, guys. I was uh, way early and now I'm not. But uh, anyway, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I love you all. Be well. What's happening, everybody? Big Run the Champ here is back. I haven't been recording. I've been sick. And then, uh, just fucking having a rough fucking day. Just feeling real shitty. And I, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to get on here and just start fucking going off all, like, super negative and unhappy. It's one thing to be a little bit fired up, you know, a little pissed off. But, like, to just, uh, I don't know. I don't want to expose you guys to that shit, but what are you going to do? I mean, uh, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows, okay? Fuck, even my Sylvester Stallone is not on point. Hey, did you guys watch that uh, new documentary, Sly? I normally don't give a flying fuck about actors and their stories. But uh, Sylvester Stallone specifically, I find him quite fascinating. Just like how um, he's just really poor and struggling. Not that you have to be poor and struggling to be interesting. But it's a fascinating uh, story because he wrote Rocky. And it was just, it's just such a beautiful fucking story. That's why it was so successful. It's like the story is just something that we can all relate to. Everybody loves the underdog, you know, everyone loves the fucking, well, I can't use absolutes, most people, <laughs> most people love the, an underdog, um, most people love the fucking, you know, the story of where a guy is broke as shit, someone has nothing going on in their life, and then all of a sudden they're fucking rich and famous and like just, it's the only true way to be successful, you gotta be fucking going through hell, you gotta be struggling like hell, um, you know, you gotta be not at the bottom, but below the fucking bottom, and then climb your way up to truly be able to enjoy it. And that's why the story is, it, it resonates with so many of us. And, um, but him as an actor is, it was on par with the fucking, uh, the whole 
the whole story of Rocky is like he was just trying to sell this fucking script or the screenplay or whatever and um, and then they were like well you're shit we don't want you as an actor you're no good everyone kept telling me he was no good and uh, I don't know fuck and he was just like fuck that shit and then they offered him I can't remember what it was it was like 20 something thousand dollars for his fucking screenplay which looking back now and I can't stand uh, I, was, I, was, I was listening to Conan Brian's fucking, I don't know why I had to fucking specify. How many Conans are there? There's the Barbarian, there's the O'Brien. Is there any other Conan? I don't know. That's not a rhetorical question. I'm actually asking if there is any more. So, right now I would like to say, you got a 50-50 chance of whether or not someone's talking about a fucking Barbarian or a fucking talk show host. So, I, and I think in this context it's pretty obvious who I'm talking about. Nevertheless, here's another one of my fucking very essential <laughs> fucking off-topic rambles. Um, oh, what the fuck was the point of this even? Now I'm just drawing a blank. This is even better. Just dead air. Oh, anyway. Um, he illustrated a point I'm trying to um, make a lot. Often I'm trying to make this point, and I think he did a lot better. I can't remember who the fuck he was talking to. Um, it was on his po podcast, Conan Needs a Friend, which I, which I enjoy. Um, what the hell was my point? Oh, yeah, he's talking about how people look back in history and they're just like, of course he was, <laughs> you know, like President Roosevelt. He was President Roosevelt. And, like, I think the context is they were talking about who gets cast in what movie. And it's like, of course he was in the movie. He's the star of the movie, damn it. And it's like, people are looking... <laughs> back in history with all this fucking current knowledge being all smug and fucking shitty about it um anyway we and we all do this we all do this and another example i use and i and i do apologize for the for two things for one repeating myself and in, in, in saying the same shit over and over and much more so i apologize for this here this fucking over explanation and apology itself because this is fucking unbearable, even to me, to just keep doing this shit. But it's a compulsive behavior. It's uh, something I'm barely working on. Just enough to say that I'm not ignoring it. I'm acknowledging that I have a problem. That's the first step to getting better. All right, guys? So fucking put that in your pipe and smoke it. I was going to tell you to take that shit to the bank, but I'm actually having trouble with the bank right now, and I don't want to get into that. Banks are fucking shit. We all know that. I don't need to tell you which one. Um, less shitty is the actually one I just switched to is EQ Bank. Fucking amazing. If you guys aren't with EQ Bank or some someone of that caliber, you gotta switch. You pay no fucking fees, you get interest on everything, even your checking account. You just all they do is give and they take as far as I can tell, nothing. See the thing is banks are making money on your fucking money. Don't ever let them fucking try to mislead you on that. Oh my fucking I was just gonna fucking go off about some retarded shit I'm watching right now on this fucking road, but you know what? Enough of that has been done already. Um, also, daylight savings is fucking stupid. It's fucking pointless. Um, but it, it, actually, it's a perfect example of one of these dumbass fucking things that we all do. It disrupts our entire fucking universe, or at least this planet. Well, no, it's not even just this planet. 
this entire planet because there's a lot of countries that don't even fucking do that shit because it's so fucking stupid. But I don't know how many countries, actually. The only guy I know that told me they don't do it is in the Yukon, which is Canada, which is uh, in this country. Um, God, I, I'm bad at fucking speaking. You'd think a guy that talks this much would be good at it. Again, talking, um, sleeping, and eating are three things we've been doing almost our entire fucking lives. Actually, before we were born, we start doing this shit. You would think I would be good at it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm getting worse every fucking day, it seems, too. Like eating healthily, nourishing myself, speaking, communicating verbally, or, or even my writing has gone to shit. Um, I'm trying to put this in a comedic way. I'm not just complaining about everything in my life. Or Sorry, sorry, I am complaining about everything in my life, but I'm trying to do it in an even somewhat fucking amusing way. <laughs> uh, and, and I don't feel like I'm succeeding. Now, not being successful, or at least, I mean, that's a subjective term. Who the fuck is to define what success is? Uh, me, me, I am. But uh, in, in this uh, context, I'm talking about how good I feel about what I'm doing. I don't feel like I'm doing anything really well lately. Um, and it's really getting to me. So, um... Okay. You know what? Let me just try to wrap up a few loose ends because these things will pop into my head later and I'll be like, fuck! I left a lot of loose ends. One was a Sylvester Stallone thing. I, I just found it so admirable that he was struggling so much. They offered him 20 grand. And when you're fucking homeless and starving, I mean, fuck, even in your situation now, if someone offered you 20 grand, you'd fucking... I mean, I would kill fucking 20 people for 20,000 fucking dollars. Um, regardless... But for that guy to just say, fuck it, I'm used to being fucking homeless, I'm used to being poor, I'm used to fucking having nothing. For him to turn down $20,000 would be like him now turning down like a fucking billion dollars. Like, it, you know what I mean? It's, it's a, or for one of us to turn down an insane amount of fucking money. Um, but it was the right thing to do. I mean, shit. I mean, but, but... The thing is, and this is going back to, like, looking back in history and saying, oh, like, you know, obviously it was the right thing to do. How the fuck was he supposed to know that? The normal situation in, 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 in these, especially when it comes to acting or anything like that, is people will starve to death trying so fucking hard to get into this fucking shit and, and, and never, ever make it. Most people do not. And if someone offers you 20 grand and you turn it down, you're a fucking moron 99.9% .9 of the fucking time. So for him to do that and for him to fucking uh, become successful at something that everyone's telling him he'll never succeed at is absolutely phenomenal. But 99.9% .9 of the time, that is the dumbest shit ever. You, you watch people chasing these fucking dreams and ruining their fucking lives, uh, doing some shit they're never going to be, or trying to do something they're never going to be successful at. Um, so anyway, there's a fine line between those two. But those that do become successful, I, I don't know. It's, uh, like just to come from such humble beginnings and to, uh, to succeed that much. I don't fucking know. I, uh, I'm doing a really terrible job telling this guy stories. I haven't watched his, uh, documentary yet. I'm, I, again, I'm just, I feel like I have to, uh, explain why I like the guy because I feel like so often... I'm listening to motivational speakers and people motivate 
and a lot of them I think are totally full of shit, and so many of them are actors, and I don't give a fuck. And I just think it's such a sad state of affairs that so many people are, are inspired by actors. Like, what the fuck do they do? They fucking play pretend. You know that shit we all did as kids where we pretend, like, you know, you play pretend and kazoo. That's what these guys do for a living. And I'm supposed to think that's the epitome of human achievement? It's fuck. So anyway, but every once in a while there's an example where somebody really does fucking overcome adversity, overcome the odds. Um, and it, it's, uh, it's very moving. He was also homeless with his fucking dog, which is rough. It's very rough. Rough. Um, but I don't know. See, the thing is, is a lot of people think it's cruel to have a dog if you're homeless. And, I, you know, there is some validity to that. Um, but also, it's like, I remember this one guy, uh, he was homeless and he had a dog. And it was just like, his dog is all he has left. Like, you're telling me he should just give him up to, like... Also, this particular dog was, um, like, very, very comfortable. Even if he did have a house, he would sleep outside anyway, because he just, he's so too overheated to sleep inside. But a lot of times, uh, a, lot of, a lot of homeless guys just spend every fucking waking moment with their dog, and that's, like, the happiest thing in the world for a dog. A dog never gets sick of your company. He never gets uh, tired of your antics or, like, whatever. Um, I don't know. I also believe that the, the bond between humans and dogs pre-exists fucking houses and uh, always having a place inside to live. Like, yeah, dogs are domesticated um, to, to varying degrees, but I don't know. It's hard to... Uh, there's, so, there, there, there's so many um, factors on both sides of the fence here. Anyway... Um, I gotta, I gotta go do some shit. Not even sure what yet. I'm a little bit fucking spun, more spun than usual, I should say. Um, I'm a little bit mixed up, but uh, regardless, I want to thank you all for listening to me when I'm at my best or my worst, and everywhere in between. It means a lot to me. I find it very therapeutic. I love you all. Be well. What's happening, everybody? Big Ryan the Chip here. He's back. And uh, more back than you even know. Because I've uh, recorded this segment a few times. I had to delete it. Because it was just not good enough. Alright, guys? Just not good enough. Um, I was just watching... Uh, I, I told you guys... I like to tell you guys about the shows I'm watching. That's... Uh, <laughs> I like to give you guys my critique. I was watching um, Breaking Bad when it's just in the beginning there, fucking Jesse tries to cook uh, without, after he's cooked with, I was going to say Uncle Hank. Not Uncle Hank, that's King of the Hill. No, it, there is an Uncle Hank, that's Hank Schrader. Um, holy fuck, Walt Whitman. Walt, Walter White. God, I was getting there, guys. Usually I like to gather my thoughts before I start recording. And the sad thing is, I already have. But just gathering my thoughts doesn't guarantee I'm not going to scatter them all over the place. Oh, yeah. That reminds me. Oh, my fucking God. 
when, when he just throws out all the crystal, even if it's not that great. Like, fuck. Just give it away. Uh, I mean, especially to, like, a, a fucking straight-up jib head that's out in the desert <laughs> just trying to help you cook, and he gave you all his pseudo-stash, which was so fucking hard to come by. And, um... And then he just dumps it out because it's not good enough. And it's like... You know that it's, like, very valuable character development. And you know it's like this guy wants to become better. And someone said he was good for... for for like the first time in his fucking life someone like believed in him and, and thought he could be something even if it, it's a fucked up thing um to, to develop self-worth is something i talk about a lot especially because i'm so self-deprecating and so fucking um so self-loathing deep down i also have to be a bit of an egomaniac just to get on here and fucking make a podcast just talking about myself and my fucking thoughts and shit that takes a certain level of ego like so much social media which i love to fucking shit all over people because i don't use it really um every once in a while i'll dip my toe in there and then i'm like fuck actually i have um what i say is like there's so many people i've lost touch with and then i go on social media it's like the most annoying people in the world annoy the shit out of you and then anyone that doesn't get back to me, I immediately get that little voice in my head that says, you're that annoying fucking idiot that no one wants to talk to. <laughs> and that happens to all of us. So, two things. If someone's not talking to you, that doesn't... They probably just haven't got... They just can't stand the fucking social media. If it's me, I mean, there's ways of reaching me. I promise you, eventually I will get back to you. And if I haven't, I'm sorry. I genuinely mean that from the bottom of my heart. I don't want anyone to feel fucking rejected. Uh, with me, it's usually the opposite. It's like, oh my god, I'm so fucking sick of this guy. Um, the other thing is, you're probably just, or, or the other chances, you're probably the most annoying fucking person in the world. Fuck off. I'm just... <laughs> in that case, you make a fucking podcast. Then you don't give a flying fuck who responds, who's listening or who's not. Um... <laughs> No, I just, I have so much shit I want to say and want to do. I'm just terrified of, um, well, there's a couple of things there. There's one is I'm terrified of public speaking. So this is as far as I can go as a public platform. Or I'm also have this, uh, another thing linked to the self-loathing thing is I won't take any time out of time or energy out of my day to do anything that just I feel makes me happy and isn't benefiting others, which is completely fucked. It's retarded. When I consider how much time I and energy I waste doing stupid fucking shit. I could easily spend that time on myself or doing something that, you know, and then you make yourself a better person. You know, if, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. That's, that's the bottom line there. Um, so you have to practice some self love sometimes two, three times a day. Um, <laughs> wait, what is the line from future? My fries like, I did a lot of self-love when I was growing up, or when I was a teenager. Or no, what the fuck does he say? Of course, it was tough love. <laughs> I can't remember. It's such a good line. Fuck. I'm even forgetting future rhyme lines. I used to know that uh, show So Inside Note. I used to watch it in Spanish because I thought, why don't I go with something I'm comfortable with? Something with which I am comfortable. And um, I don't know. Fuck. The truth is, you need people around you speaking a fucking language, I think. Um, if you can learn a language completely abstract without anyone speaking a language around you... I mean, people learn fucking Latin and shit, and it's not like everyone's fluent in that. Outside of maybe like a church or some 
fucking cult or some shit. Um, or like those Boondock Saint guys, maybe. But regardless, where was I? Oh, yeah, uh, self-worth, developing self-worth. That comes in a fucking minority of ways. I meant to say a number of ways or whatever, but for some reason my brain thought minority, and then I thought, that's the wrong word. But then I thought, no, no, say that wrong word. I like it. It comes in a minority of ways. That means it's, it's very minimal. It's, uh, it, it's very hard to find, very special. Um, sorry, the various ways are, are so expansive. It could be anything that makes you feel good about yourself. Um, the other thing is, you don't all, not everyone has to be good at the same thing. And if you're trying to make someone feel like shit because you're better at something than they are, I guarantee you're not better at everything than everybody. That's impossible. Every, everyone knows some more about something than you do and is better at something than you do. So uh, that being said, if we're all special, nobody's special. Now, that's not the point I was trying to make. We can all be special in different ways and then all still be special. But you know what I mean. If we were all special in the same way, no one would be special. There you go. There you go. I actually, I don't know if I fucking phrased it properly. My specialty, one of my specialties used to be fucking words, if you guys can believe it. I used to be quite articulate at some point. At least I believed so. Or, or people told me so in so many words. Nevertheless, I have no intention of ever doing crystal meth or doing any fucking drugs um, if I can help it. But when he dumps that fucking shit out, I'm just like, fuck. Actually, right now I got a bag of drugs in this fucking car. I don't want it. I have no desire to keep it. I can't throw it out because I know it's worth money and I know the hell that people go through to get this shit or whatever. I can't throw it out. I'm going to ask someone else to throw it out for me or I'm just going to leave it somewhere. Usually I interact with a lot more homeless people. I'm just like, here, take this. And they're so fucking happy. But... Lately, I have not been interacting with any homeless people, which is kind of nice. And then our, our the town I work in has just like the one homeless guy that refuses to be homed. He just doesn't want to live inside. And Actually, that was the title of my last, um, I guess I talk about hobos and homeless people a lot. I was talking about dogs and homeless people. Uh, this guy doesn't have a dog. But I, my, the title of my last segment was some people, some some dogs and humans will not be domesticated. Will not. Doesn't mean they cannot. And uh, domestication is uh, is a very specific thing in a way, but also very general. Hold on, my brain is crashing, guys. Well, I like to constantly dance this line between subjective and objective. Um, I'll go towards more of a subjective term, which is natural. What in the fuck does that mean? Every single thing that occurs before you, whether it be a fucking plant, or a chemical or a machine it all occurred in nature they all came from fucking parts of the earth at what point does something become stop being natural and become unnatural it's so fucking subjective it's so hard and, and i don't know and domestication that that's too much to unpack right now because I'm, I'm just going over all this shit about like domestication of animals and humans um one of the most fantastic summaries i've ever heard of that was a book i like to uh, reference is yuval harari's uh uh, I think it's a brief history of humankind. It's one of the best books. I'm just, uh, I don't know, very, very moved by it all. It's just, it, 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 it packs up so much fucking history and development of, of human, like the human fucking species, so fucking concisely. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing.
that's an impression of uh, one of my buddies. Uh, now here's a matter of perspective, here's a matter of subjective. So many people, I included, have gone down to the south and just met the most wonderful people. When I say the south, I don't mean the I live in the south. I mean the southern United States, known often as just the south. And you go down there and people are just so hospitable, so kind, and like the, the southern hospitality thing, right? Um, you can experience that here in Canada as well. However, it's just, it's its own type of charm down there. One of my buddies, he's from uh, Iran. Um, you know, brown skin, fucking thick accent. He's a great guy, his name was uh, Freddie. And um, <laughs> he had a very different experience. Actually, um, uh, uh, going down south, he was treated very, very fucking differently. And I forget about how fucking integrated we are here. There's plenty of races here in Ontario, in this country. But I found in Toronto, you, I mean, I hate when people speak for a city of millions of people. It's so fucking absurd. Again, with the ego. Uh, a while back, I was listening to Joseph Rogan and fucking Matthew McConaughey. And uh, fucking Maddie starts going off. Like, he's an interesting dude, but he's just like, you saying, we'll accept you. And it's uh, <laughs> a terrible impression. He's like, but you better be nice to her if she's going to be nice to you. Fuck, I can't even do his voice anymore. But anyway, he's going on and on and on and on. It's like, out of the fucking 10, 20, maybe 100, even 1,000 people, you're, you're speaking on behalf of millions of people based on your personal fucking interaction like that takes such a level of ego and then when he's talking about his daddy and like how, how he's talking about how he used to get beat as a child but how he doesn't beat his children but beating kids is good not good enough for him to do to his kids but it was good for to happen to him and he's playing two sides he wants to get the I'm good because I got raised beaten I, I got beaten up when I was growing up whatever <laughs> maybe it caused brain damage like me and he can't speak anymore. No, no, he's very, very good at speaking. But he's also going to lose a lot of people if he says, yeah, I still beat my fucking children. But where he lost me was when he was like, I don't want my kids having anything to do with show business. But then he's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, I think they should. Like, fuck that. Keep your fucking kids away from show business. Like, fuck, at least until they're, if they're adults and they still want to get into that shit, I think it's so fucked they get pushed into that shit. But anyway, I love to give advice to fucking people in podcasts. If you guys have advice for me, I genuinely will listen. I will get horribly offended, upset, enraged, no matter how constructive the criticism. But um, anyway, the thing is, is not to hold people up too high. These are human beings I'm listening to that just might present themselves otherwise or other people idolize. Um, I just like to take value from everything anyone says there's an absolute you can uh, you can fucking count on right there because there is value in uh, every single person I think I've illustrated that point many times because no two people can live the exact same fucking life so I feel like you can learn from every single person and find something interesting about every person I was going to say find everyone entertaining that, that more is more like what are they a fucking clown they're there to amuse you but regardless, going back to what I was trying to talk about, just watching fucking Breaking Bad is, okay, yeah, and this is how I'm going to relate it. I could have just done that, but I like to uh, I like to call my shots like Babe Ruth, you know? Fucking uh, the big Bambino. Oh, yeah, so anyway, 
sometimes uh, people can't find the value in themselves. And uh, I think part of that fucking development in, in Breaking Bad or whatever is this guy finding some value in himself that he didn't know was there, you know? Because so, so many of us are just told we're shit our whole fucking lives. And some of us, actually some of the most successful people will say their biggest motivator was people telling them they were shit. So it's almost like, it's like uh, almost incentivizing that fucking crap. But I, I feel like there's there's a fucking limit. Like, you know, it's like there or there's a, there's got to be a fucking balance between telling people there's shit all the time. And also, why are you doing it? Do you genuinely think that everyone that tells you shit, your shit wants the best for you? Even if they do, are they doing that because of that? No, it's normally because they fucking hate themselves and they want to shit all over you and make you feel as bad as them and make sure you don't rise anywhere above them. It's it's the, uh, instead of climbing up a ladder, just pulling everyone down like crabs in a fucking bucket. Because crabs can't get out of a bucket. If they stack on top of each other, they can start getting out, but they just pull each other down. That's the analogy there, in case that wasn't fucking clear. I gotta say, though, crab fishing was very fucking enjoyable. And, um... I mean, I wasn't very involved, but I was just kind of, like, loitering the whole time. But, like, yeah, we're just sitting on a dock. My buddy had an acoustic guitar. He was playing music all day. We were just drinking on a dock and uh, just throwing the traps down. We went and got a bunch of fish guts from the grocery store. I was talking to all the grocery guys there because um, I was a... Sorry, no past tense. Once You're blood in, blood out. You work grocery department. You never, ever lose it. Um... <laughs> It's not like your gas ticket. They can't take that from you. They can take your pride, your honor, your dignity, your freedom. Don't let fucking William Wallace tell you shit. Um, they take your freedom, but they can't take your fucking ability to stock shelves. That's the only thing I can still fucking do. Even though my wife tells me I do it wrong every single day, it doesn't fucking matter. I can still do it. I can still do it in my sleep. Sometimes I'll wake up and all my shit's stacked up neatly, English labels facing out. I find that a little bit offensive. Always the English labels facing out, at least in Ontario. I think that's kind of fucking racist. Racist towards the French, which aren't technically a race. But, you know, we use the term racist because, you know, it's like it's like if you don't like Muslims, you're racist. It's like Muslims aren't a race. Actually, the best version of that was I said Brampton's the worst drivers. And my uh, African partner is just like, oh, don't be racist. I'm like, first of all, Brampton's not a race. Second of all, I was born in Brampton. And I pay fucking thousands of dollars more than I have to uh, in, in insurance fucking premiums because our fucking business is based out of goddamn Brampton. And every time I drive down the road, I think my, I, I should pay more. I call the insurance company and try to give them more money. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm running out of gas. This never happens to me. I used to be so fucking sharp. I wrote down like six times, get gas, get gas, get gas. And you know, this might be the last day I drive this car. And now I gotta fill the fucking tank. Fuck! It doesn't matter. But actually, I'm on my way um, to uh, this guy who details cars. I'm very excited. I've never paid to have someone clean a fucking car. But it's not that I can't do it. I clean cars and trucks all the time. But I don't trust my um, when I think something is clean enough I don't you know I don't trust it I hate saying that because it's like well fucking raise up your standard but 
I am very comfortable with the level of dirt. If it were my car, I wouldn't give a shit so much, but it's not my car and I gotta return it. So, I feel like I gotta justify this shit because it's like I hate paying someone to do something that I could fucking do. Actually, the best was when the plumber fucking damaged my washing machine and he's all like fucking worried almost to tell me and like apologetic. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, first of all, I'm gonna take credit for all all of your fucking work, if not most of it. I'll definitely take credit for the damaged fucking uh, washer lid. Like, I like a few things about, and it's the fucking lid. But a few things about washer damage, especially I, I always go flat white. You can get that touch-up shit that's just like a bottle of whiteout, or use fucking whiteout. You can fix that shit. Actually, I fixed. I got a bottle in this car. <laughs> I fixed up a whole bunch of scratches with just the uh, appliance porcelain touch-up. But it's a fuck. It's, I learned that fixing. Uh, um, the rust on tubs, the porcelain tubs in the fucking, uh, when I worked at the hotels. Oh, you want to get in touch with some nastiness, man. You got to clean bathrooms at a fucking hotel. Clean bathrooms anywhere. Actually, I, was, I would say a hotel, but no, public washrooms are the fucking worst. I don't understand how anyone in any fucking place on the planet, even if you lived in the fucking woods your entire life, how you could trash a fucking bathroom that horribly. I've seen many animals um, defecate, urinate, and fucking whatever weird shit in between that animals and insects do, and nothing could compare with what fucking human beings do in a public fucking washroom. I think I love. I, I think it is a good idea. You know, they make us all do community service or whatever they they they, they uh, try to implement that fucking shit. Like you can't get your diploma without community service. Um, I think one thing we should all do is between high school and work or, or whenever the fuck, I don't give a shit, somewhere around there, you should have to take a fucking year and work all the shittiest jobs. You should work as a cashier. You should work as a waiter, waitress, fucking servant, server. You should work as a fucking, everyone should clean a fucking bathroom several times. I guarantee if everyone knew how it was, I don't know though. I don't know if this... Most people, once they know how shitty it is, they'll be like, I don't want to do this to anyone else. But some people are so fucking bitter once they've gone through it, they're like, fuck everybody else. I I had to clean up the nastiest shit ever. Now, every time I go in the bathroom, I'm just going to fucking rip down my drawers, do a fucking handstand, start breakdancing while I expel every bodily fluid in every single fucking direction possible with so much force, it's just completely beyond all physics or even quantum physics. But anyway, um, back to the Jesse Pinkman thing. I can't remember what I was talking about. I, 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 don't, I think I already said the thing about this, but uh, the other thing is I love that Badger guy. He was saying in some interview, um, I can't remember his real name. Actually, I don't even know if I ever knew his real name. But uh, he was absolutely nobody. But then he got in like a, I think it was a car accident and made his voice like, oh man, like it gave him that weird voice. And that made him so fucking interesting that he got all this fucking work. Because that's one of the first things you notice about this guy is his fucking hilarious voice. And uh, yeah, you just got a bunch of work for that. That's, I found that very fucking interesting. Well, it's like I was talking about Phil Collins uh, from Trailer Park Boys. It's like that guy was dealt a pretty fucking shitty hand. Like, whatever your genetics might be, we all have our insecurities and we all feel like we've been shorted on this or that. At least when you're young. I don't know. Fuck. I, I stopped giving a fuck so much a, long, a while back. I don't know if that's good or bad, though, guys. So, um, 
regardless, can you imagine waking up every day and you look like that? You're fat as fuck, you got this torpedo gut, but you're not like a big beefy fat where you look strong. Your shoulders are like inside your fucking body. You're just like this cartoon character. You have no muscle. You got this huge fucking fat head. And yeah, I got that torpedoes out significantly like three times past your fucking... Like, it's like, what happened to this guy? However, if he didn't look so fucking funny, he were if his appearance weren't so amusing to sick fucks like you who laugh at people's misfortune, they wouldn't have put him on the show. So this guy... Went from fucking looking at that face every day to fucking that, that head, that gut, and being like, well, who knows if he had to feel bad about himself or not. He didn't. But if he did, and then someone came up and said, hey, you're fucking hilarious. Um, I'm going to, let's put you on television. And he was like, all right. I don't, I don't, I mean, it's like when I was talking about the human zoo thing, which is way too close in human history. There's a lot of horrible atrocities that are way too close for comfort in human history. Um, what the fuck is this motherfucker doing? But anyway, and, and, I, and we like to think how abhorrent that is. Now, a human zoo is someone who's been captured and forced to live in captivity as a, I mean, it's exactly what you think it is. I don't want to explain it to you. But here I am. I gotta fucking explain everything. My audience is a bunch of idiots. I'm <laughs> just joking. Um, I'm a bit of a numb nuts, and I like when people break things down to me. So I like to project my insecurity on onto you. Why the fuck are all these pumps closed, man? I am almost out of gas. I'm going to fucking lose it. Your temper is the only thing you can't get rid of by losing it. That was a terrible Jack Nicholson impression, but uh, I really like that movie, Anger Management. I love Adam Sandler. Not a big fan of him necessarily in his movies, but some of his movies are pretty funny. Um, and that movie's fucking hilarious because of Jack Nicholson and everyone else in the fucking movie. Um, that one I recommend for sure. In case you guys are looking for my recommendation. What was I talking about, guys? You know what? I'm going to go pump some fucking gas. Um, and I'm just going to pause this and hope, actually, no, I'm going to wrap this up because sometimes these get fucking deleted. So, um, it's okay to be fucking weird looking. That's the fucking, what I want you guys to take away from this. Oh yeah, there you go. I was just going to say whether it's, here's another bad Jack Nicholson impression to wrap this up. Whether it's a human fucking zoo or reality TV, this ain't reality TV. Actually, that wasn't even the one I was going for. I was going to say whether it's a human zoo or television. What's the difference? All right, you see what I'm saying here, guys? What's the fucking difference? I should have just went off of a. I should have just uh, signed off. I was actually, I actually wasn't too bad. Oh, anyway, that's all we have time for for today. I got to wrap up this fucking episode. It's like fucking six hours long. I'm gonna start a new one in, in like five minutes though, so it might be on the same topics. I've never been able to stay on the same topic, so that's not a risk we have to worry about. Amongst everything else we have to worry about in the world, we don't have to worry about that. All right, one more time. Whether it's a human zoo or just fucking reality TV, what's the difference? Mm -hmm.